The first Sunday of Advent, this Sunday, the first Sunday of the new church year, always begins with harrowing images of the end of time. We might have expected to prepare for the annual celebration of Christ's birth with the welcome story of Mary's pregnancy, but instead we hear disturbing, apocalyptic words, words Jesus spoke to his disciples in the week leading up to his death. It was about to be the end, the end which would herald a new beginning, to be sure, but the end of so much that they held dear. Jesus used urgent and shocking images to shake the disciples loose from their routines and attachments in order to help them prepare for whatever might come next. His words are meant to jolt us awake also, to move us toward repentance, toward a conversion of heart, so that we might be fit to bear the love that is coming into the world, even, even and perhaps especially when our own lives are upended. But about that day and hour, no one knows says Jesus. It's the unexpectedness, the element of uncertainty that perhaps rattles me most. Much of life is like that. Climate change, wars, gun shootings, and pandemics highlight the precariousness of life in our world. But a miscarriage, a lost job, financial insecurity, heart attack, the death of a loved one, or so many other personal, poignant, or unanticipated setbacks also threaten our equilibrium and crush our expectations. The day and hour about which we do not know comes to us in a thousand different ways. We have no way of knowing when or where or how it will come, and we have no way of knowing what it will bring. Despite our best efforts to plan, and prepare for the future, we live in the midst of uncertainty and unknowing. There are days and hours that take us completely by surprise. And we know this. That's why we hedge our bets with health insurance and life insurance. We keep calendars, set alarms, and wear watches in an effort to control time and keep chaos at bay. And there are plenty of other ways we try to mitigate disaster. We shrink from acting on a dream for fear of failure. We shield ourselves from disappointments in life or relationships. Or we numb ourselves so that we don't feel the pain of our own losses or, or the suffering of others. Advent always begins with a day and hour about which we do not know. It is unforeseeable and unpredictable, and nobody knows when or how it will come. It comes, Jesus says, like a thief in the night or a flood that sweeps all away. And that's how it feels when life is uncertain, the future is unpredictable, and we are powerless to control what comes next. It can feel like our whole world is washing away. Jesus knows this, too. He's trying to teach his disciples how to live in the face of impermanence and changes that are neither predictable nor controllable. Today's gospel is all about impermanence and uncertainty. 
It begins with Jesus speaking of that day and hour that no one knows, not angels in heaven or even he himself. He ends by telling his disciples to be ready for that unexpected hour when the Son of Man will suddenly appear. Everything in between those two lines is about the unexpected, about not knowing. Jesus speaks about not knowing five times in this passage. We do not know the day, the part of the night, or the hour in which it, whatever it is, will happen. We do know that it, whatever it is, happens in the ordinariness of life, eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, working in the fields and grinding meal. And that makes me wonder, what if Jesus is not only talking about some unknown day in the future, but about today, about every day? Look at the world today. Read the news. If there's a theme, it is uncertainty, not knowing, a feeling of chaos and powerlessness. So what if Jesus is speaking less about the end of the world than about living faithfully in the midst of uncertainty and unknowing, living with the unpredictability of the future, living in the midst of the chaos? So many of our days and hours are difficult ones. We often don't know what to say, or sometimes we don't even know how to pray. Questions abound, and answers are few and far between. Explanations neither satisfy nor make sense. Such days and hours of doubt and confusion are not so much about what is happening in our head, but about what is happening in our heart, that deep place where the mystery of God and our own lives meet and merge. The question then is not so much about the end of the world, but about how we live in the present with uncertainty, not knowing and powerlessness. What does faithfulness look like in these times? How do we live in the midst of impermanence? Where is our center? The challenge of Advent is to cultivate the ability to withstand uncertainty, to live with not knowing, to center in the mystery, to keep the questions and possibilities open, to embrace ambiguity, to not be too quick to resolve or shut down doubt, and to do all this without running away and trying to escape, without grasping for facts and reason, without blaming others and justifying ourselves. I think that's what Jesus is getting at when he says to keep awake and be ready. But keep awake and be ready for what? I wish I could tell you, but I, I can't. I don't know. These, these days and hours are unpredictable, unknown, and unsettling. None of this, however, diminishes life. It intensifies life. It heightens its value. It deepens its meaning. It opens us to possibilities beyond those we might imagine. Advent invites us to take stock of our lives, to identify what we most fear about an uncertain future, and then to remind ourselves and one another of the promise that whether or not our immediate fears are realized, 
we were created for more than fear because Jesus, whose birth we anticipate yet again, has promised to come to be with us always. His promise doesn't insulate us from an uncertain future, but it does promise that we will not face that future alone. Come hell or high water, Jesus will be at our side, granting us courage in the face of life's adversities and remaining with us even through death, leading us even then into new life. We have only to risk hope, knowing that all loss and disappointment, as difficult as they may be, are also occasions to experience more deeply the healing presence of the one who came, who comes, who will come again. Each day should teach us that time is precious. Advent teaches us that time is holy. It invites us to enter again that cycle of sacred events that will lead us through Jesus' birth, his life of teaching and healing, through his death and resurrection, until finally receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, we ourselves are sent into the suffering world to reveal God's abiding care for all creation. Advent reminds us that we occupy two kinds of time, chronological and eternal, in the same world, in every given moment. Every moment of our lives, every event, welcome or not, is suffused with the simultaneous reality and energy of God's power and love in Christ. As the days grow shorter and the darkness descends earlier, we light Advent candles to remind us that we do not face the uncertainty, the darkness alone, but that indeed the light of the world has come and will come again to illumine our lives and lead us forth, not in fear, but in courage and even in joy. Amen.